the Marvel Cinematic Universe continues to get significant attention whenever it releases a fresh title. KTOL film critic Jeff Counts got an early look at their latest blockbuster and tells us what we can expect from that wild adventure, featuring several familiar faces and an important new one. For the most part, Phase 4 of the MCU seems designed to give us a bit of a break from the desperate seriousness of the Infinity Saga. It helps that the self-contained stories in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings and Spider-Man No Way Home, not to mention the slightly baffling non-sequitur that was the Eternals, are allowed to exist without the narrative pressure of a 20-film arc. Thanos is gone, so everybody still left gets to start over with solo film sequels that function like origin story resets. The Disney Plus episodic treatments like WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Loki have also taken advantage of this freedom by exploring long-form ideas and the calorie-free environment that exists now after Endgame. It has never been boring, not even a little bit, but Marvel is becoming fun again. Every night, I dream the same dream. Nightmare begins. Doctor Strange played a pivotal role in the conclusion of the Infinity War and has been channeling his survivor's guilt, assuming someone like him actually feels such a thing, into the honing of his craft as a sorcerer. Marvel is smart to keep Doctor Strange front and center as a Phase 4 property. Every bit as snarky and arrogant as Tony Stark, Stephen Strange has taken over the role of cynical quality control in Iron Man's absence, which we need in a universe as sprawling and confusing as Marvel's. Benedict Cumberbatch essentially co-starred with Tom Holland in the latest Spider-Man movie and was at the heart of that film's dramatic struggle. When we last saw him on screen with Spidey, he was tinkering with things he knew were better left alone. I'm talking about the multiverse, of course, and the messing about he and his younger superhero colleague got up to in No Way Home was guaranteed to have far-reaching consequences in their world and beyond. One of the things I'm often asked when a new Marvel movie gets released is, do I need to be caught up on all of the other films to enjoy this? My answer is usually a highly conditional no, so long as the questioner is willing to do their homework with a few essential titles. In the case of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, that list would include the first Doctor Strange movie, the two Infinity War movies, the latest Spider-Man adventure, and the WandaVision television show. The Multiverse of Madness finds Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch still struggling to make sense of what it costs them to protect humanity from Thanos' judgment. Strange's nascent understanding of multiple universes intersects with Wanda's when a new and very special reality-hopping youngster, America Chavez, lands in their world. I can't say more than that without ruining things, but I will tell you that matters quickly get grim and weird. Over the course of its quick two hours, the Multiverse of Madness is a trippy head game, with too many stunning alternate Earths and fan service cameos to count. The cast is as good as ever, but the script doesn't always live up to Marvel's standards for tight, funny, and consequential dialogue. With more than the usual amount of believe-in-yourself eye-rollers for the action to get snagged on, the plot occasionally lags behind the special effects. You break the rules. Look out! I become a hero. I do it, I become the enemy. That doesn't seem fair. I can't believe I'm saying it, but there's almost too much madness in this movie. 
And because it's a Marvel story, it has to be judged against the studio's own track record. So, no, it is not as polished or as focused as the best entries in the MCU, but I kind of loved it. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is incredibly fun and a great jumping off point for future craziness. I'm Jeff Counts, and this is KHOL Jackson Hole Community Radio. You can hear more from critic Jeff Counts at 891KHOL.org, where we also feature local news and music content.